This is a podcast from Rover. But first up on the show today, it's time to catch up with one of our good Rex friends and favourites who's actually on the other side of the world right now. We're talking about Head of Analytics at NZX, Julia Jones, who's uh, on the line from the Big Apple, New York City. G'day, Jules. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Now, you were actually in Florida uh, when Hurricane Ian hit. That must have been an interesting experience. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think watching how they recovered, watching how they dealt with it, were probably... You know, you kind of get in this analytical space because we were safe. So I was travelling with a friend. Uh, we were meant to be going to St. Augustine, which ended up underwater. We stopped in Jacksonville and we were safe. So, you know, it was it was intriguing and interesting to watch. I mean, it's been devastating for some parts. Um, it's like anything, though. You know, some parts are devastated. Some parts were fine. Mm. Um, but watching the people, watching the leadership, uh, and I guess it's not their first rodeo, so this, it's not that hurricanes don't happen um, all the time there, but still it was amazing seeing the recovery was very, very fast. Like there was this kind of, I don't know if it was sense of survival or what, but it was about getting businesses back and open. And we were in St. Augustine the, the day after. Um, they were completely flooded and there were several businesses back open. Wow, yeah, no mucking around, no good stuff. So yeah. actually did t- tell us about why you're over there in the first place. Oh, look, I decided that I wanted – I do this every now and then, not often, maybe every five years, and I just wanted to get some learning. And so I literally booked this the trip from Auckland to New York, which I highly recommend that flight, by the way, um, And about six months ago. And then I organised meetings, so I've met with BlackRock, which is a sustainability company – well, not a sustainability, a, a fund management company. I've met with NASDAQ today, um, Standard & Poor's, or S&P as well. And then I fly into San Francisco tomorrow and I'm meeting with Venture Capital and uh, Fermented Milk Company. And so it's just kind of, I guess I just wanted to learn. And look, I think the main thing I've had a reflection on is I've got a lot more to learn and, and probably the insignificance of my skills. And I don't mean that in a negative. I just mean in the sense that it's reminded me not to be complacent about where I sit in the world. And, and and what I do and the skills that I have. Um, so a fresh, you know, a fresh perspective. Amazing. A fresh perspective. Fresh, absolutely fresh perspective from people who are in much more important big roles than I could ever imagine yeah. um, doing incredible things. And, and they were all very generous with their time. Now, you know, to put it in perspective, I cyber-stalked people to get meetings. So <laughs> some I had contacts with and some I literally just contacted and said, would you meet with me? And the generosity given in time and knowledge has has been really, really amazing. And, you know, I, I'm very respectful of time because I don't have anything to offer them. You know, like right. this random girl out of New Zealand isn't really offering NASDAQ this whole big opportunity to do anything magic by meeting with me, but they took the time. I got to watch the bell being rung this morning um, for a company that was celebrating, I think, being listed for X number of years. And it, those are the sorts of things that, I don't know, I, I guess I'm a bit of a financial geek. You know, I've been in markets, I've been in that space, and... I just find it exciting. I've visited supermarkets, trying to get a vibe for what are we seeing. And, you know, you always get a great sense of pride when you see Atkins Ranch um, lamb and you see First Light Wagyu. When you see any New Zealand brand that's on the shelves, you, you just get this beautiful sense of pride. So it's been it's been really good. It's opened my eyes to lots of things. Now, you mentioned uh, sustainability there. I mean, what's the market like for sustainable products? And, uh, you know, what can we learn in terms of replicating here or what do we need to be doing? Yeah, it's a really interesting question because I sort of, 
and I, you know, I, I'm not. I mean, I've only been to a number of restaurants. Uh, sorry, a number of um, supermarkets in the in the east coast. Yeah, and um, and so I um, I can't really say I've been everywhere. But what I've seen so far, it's really animal welfare has been the main key. Mm. So animal welfare has actually been the thing that has probably been the biggest focus that I've seen. Um, ironically, pasture. Um, and so they've gone from grass-fed, and often what you see is something being called um, that it's, it's um, pasture-fed. Right. Means, and then they talk about it being on the pasture. So uh, ironically, lots of things that New Zealand does quite well. Um, you know, obviously the no hormones and those sorts of things. So, um, And that was in the higher-end space. So a lot... Uh, in the dairy space, I didn't see as many alternatives as I imagined I would see, but that was in Chicago. That's maybe more of a whole food sort of environment um, in the sense that people love their dairy, love their cheese, maybe not as much. But they, you know, when I talked to people over there, they said that the areas of alternatives had got half the size that used to be in the shell. Right. So, yeah, so there's lots of things that I'm seeing. But again, I don't, I haven't been on, this is the East Coast. I haven't been on the West Coast. And, you know, in Florida was a kind of a mixed bag um, in the sense that, that that was probably similar as far as animal welfare, but at the same time, I probably didn't see that as much as I've seen in New York. Okay, interesting. Yeah, good good, good observations. Um, I, I heard you've had alligator for dinner. Uh, what, what, what was that like? Oh, it was really hard because I'm kind of one of those people that my mind can override anything that's happening in my... And so... I did struggle through it. It was it was nice, you know. It was kind of you know anything fried's wonderful, but um, hmm. it's yeah, it, it was it was chickeny, um, probably a bit tougher. But I did struggle. Like I literally, my head kept, there was nothing physically wrong with it, and there was nothing taste wise wrong with it. But in my head, I kept thinking that it was basically a um, yeah, it was gator, so I, I couldn't finish it. Oh really? Yeah, Ma, this so, is very wasteful. Yeah, there's so many uh, around there though, wasn't there? Because I presume that was in Florida that you had the alligator. Yeah, that was St. Augustine, and that's about yeah. 20 minutes away from an alligator farm. Yeah. 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 There's no shortage so, uh, of them, though, is there? No, no. That's the thing. And, I mean, I didn't feel like it was – I wasn't upset, you know. Yeah. I'm a terrible person because, you know, I only, I only get upset about cute animals. <laughs> yeah, not man eaters. Yeah. So I wasn't sort of like, oh, God, I hope this gator had a great life or anything. But <laughs> it was um, – but it was, yeah, it was really interesting, just the concept of it. I don't know. I think I, I think I expected it to be, like, really tough, and it wasn't, and it was beautifully cooked and, like, the beautiful sauce, but, again, I just kept in my head thinking gator. Yeah, so, interesting. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah. each each to their own, I suppose. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know. Um, now, we've actually got a bit of a spotlight shining on Rural Women, International uh, Rural Women Day, October 15, and um, I thought we'd just ask you, look, as a as a, as a leader in ag and, and that sort of thing, I mean, you know, you, you tend to put yourself out there uh, in terms of, um, you know, your thoughts and opinions and things like that. But how, how do you sort of cope with, um, you know, I guess, you know, criticism on social media and, and stuff like that? And, uh, you know, from those in the sector who are potentially a bit resistant to change, because I note that that seems to be a bit of a theme of, of, of recent times. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I don't think that's a gender specific thing. So I never take any, um, I guess, pushback or hassles on Twitter as any level of anyone hassling me because I'm a woman. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I do, I, you know, and I think probably, you know, sometimes it's genuine, sometimes it's just people wanting to tell me that I'm a dick and that's fine, everyone's kind of, I think it's about 
also having a good tribe around you. And for me, I've always been really lucky with women in my life through agriculture. And I'll, and to put this in context, you know, I've worked in banking, I've worked in, you know, currency trading, all these things, and I, I never had that woman network. I never had, like, to be fair, the men the, the men were the ones that looked after me and were the most supportive. Mm. Um, but I, I found in agriculture, it's the women who have, who have rallied around, you know, I've got cool support networks. I've, I mean, you know, Vanessa Winning and I are really good friends, and she's always been there for me. Um, Lindy Nelson, for many years, has been amazing. Um, I've got a group at the moment. We have a, a group of about five of us, and we have a, a messenger page, and we keep up to date with each other, and we support each other, and, and you know, and that's some really cool people. Um, you know, Joe Hay, Emma Crutchley in there. I don't know, they're probably not that happy about me naming them. <laughs> Karen, Karen Williams, um, Kira Johnson, you know, um, Patty White, you know, we actually just, and we have kind of have this thing, and they're so supportive, you know, like it's, it's right down to personal things, um, right the way up. So, and, and for me, I'm not very good at sharing when I'm upset about something. I'm not very good at, I kind of, I express myself a lot, but if something's upsetting me, I'll, I'll kind of, and it's been really good to have these women around me. And I think agricultural women are so supportive of other women. Um, and, and it's just, I don't know, that's, that's the way to deal with it, is to talk to people. And the great thing is, all these people, you know, they actually tell me when I'm being a dick too. So it's not like they're always going to say, oh, no, that was really unfair of that person to say that. Yeah. They'll be like, you know, what you said was kind of stupid. So you kind of got what you deserved. And then and you trust that, and that's how you grow. It's not having people around you that tell you what you want to hear. It's actually telling people that people that are brave enough to say you've been a dick. Yeah. You've been a dick. Exactly. You know? and, and look, and look, it's not just women. I mean, Sam Owen's been really good. His wife, Jackie, you know, there's just so many cool people. I just, I think we're very fortunate in the ag space, though, and I, I do celebrate women because I think they're supportive of each other, um, and that's quite rare in some sectors. Um, and they are supportive of men in the sense that we all know that we've got to work together to make the sector a success. It's not going to be one gender over the other. Well said. So it's San Francisco, and then, and then you're back home? And then I'm back home. So um, Friday, I think Saturday night I leave and then you kind of lose a day with the time zones and then I'll be back early Monday morning and back into it, back straight back to work. Well, it's been great to catch up with you. I'll let you get back to uh, that wonderful restaurant in New York City that you're at at the moment. Really appreciate you uh, coming and having a chat with us. Uh, all the best. We'll catch up when you get back home. Oh, thank you so much for your time.